Aloha. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of A Dose of Positivity. And today's special guest is Dr. Hannah Roberts. And we are so excited to have you here, Dr. Hannah. And if you could just wave to everybody and we'll, you can see her ukulele in the back. And if she's feeling it, maybe she'll play a song or two for us. <laughs> at the um at the end that would be really great but we have a really great uh great interview uh this week and also next week we have sally fallon uh, author of nourishing traditions coming on which i'm super excited we have so many amazing speakers um and dr hana is one of them and she's been sick and bless her heart she is feeling better today and um we are so happy that you're here um like each time Every week, this week is a little bit different um, because of this storm. We lost power once already today. So if we blank out, it might only be for a minute. You can try popping back in. But, you know, Mother Nature is doing her thing and we are so grateful for her. So whatever she decides to do, we will honor. And while we're waiting for people to come into, or like each week, I invite you all just to get into a really comfortable place, um, grab your beverage of choice and um, something probably where you are most likely warm and nourishing and where I am is something, um, my cherry juice with lemon water, um, which I drink every single day. And if you're not drinking two quarts of of water, really pretty much pure water day. We'll get into this later in our talk with Dr. Roberts. Um, it's a good time. Today is the first day of the rest of your life drinking two quarts of water because it is really important um, for every single system in our bodies. But I'd like to invite you all just to take a couple of shallow breaths through your in, in through your nose and out through your nose some really gentle, calm breaths. And I'm going to be reading a very uh, short section from my book, um, Living Like the Future Matters, because it's, this section is very appropriate to what we're talking about today and about the health crisis that's happening globally. And also at this time, I would just like to think about all the people who are struggling around the world and what's happening in this World War III, really, that's the crimes against humanity that's happening. And remind us how blessed we are to be here. So this is about recovery, really, like from war or virus or whatever it is. It's called restoration, planting seeds for the future. Restoration is the act of returning something to its former and often better condition. Nature teach us, teaches us about restoration and recovery. A clear-cut forest will eventually recover, as can a polluted river. A broken bone will mend in time. Take care of a wound, and it will heal if you do not pick at the scab. If we are compromised, we can rehabilitate. In, in nature, a diversified ecosystem has no addictions. It is healthy and balanced when it is respected. 
when a natural environment is disturbed, drilled, mined, fracked, or dumped on. It deteriorates under the pressure of overproduction. To some people, this might look like progress. Like the spirit of the trampled earth, our fragile internal landscape can get stripped when our good intentions are dumped on and shunned. When our productivity is devalued, it disturbs our souls. Desperate and drained, we fill ourselves with something, anything. A restorative mindset allows no room for such nonsense. When the soil gets nourished like our souls, there is no need for artificial stimulants or drugs. It takes attention, not toxins, to heal depleted and distressed souls. Temporary relief from these toxins only makes the problem larger. Eventually, the substances wear off and are ineffective. It then takes stronger substances to perform stronger antibiotics. These substances interfere with life and can even interfere with our ability to produce healthy offsprings. Addiction takes over like an invasive species. Balance and nourishment are the key to success in every sense of the word. We can learn so much from Mother Nature. You're sideways, beautiful Hannah. Thank you so much for listening um, to that. Uh, what's going on like in, in what we're seeing in Ukraine and what we've seen in many wars and viruses and pandemics throughout time and history. Humanity somehow always goes through a recovery time and a restoration time and then a regeneration time. It doesn't just happen. It happens because of people like Dr. Roberts and people like you on the call who really care, who would, something has to help build the soil back, build the soul. The souls need us all to uplift and help us get through these times. And that's why I always say it takes from the soil to the soul for us to really find all the components necessary to bridge these gaps of inhumanity, um, deception, and everything that we're, everybody's feeling different things right now. It doesn't come from a pill. That only makes you ill. It comes from getting information from many alternative, many different directions, taking it all in, educating ourselves, showing up to conversations like this. We need each other. And I don't say the word need very often. I choose. If we are able to energetically 
resonate this healing energy like people on the call today i know are experiencing everything from migraine migraines to covid sometimes when we're in that migraine or we're in that toilet bowl with our heads hanging over we feel so alone And it's times like this more than ever for us to remind ourselves the next time when the head's in the toilet toilet bowl or we're in the darkness that there is light and that there are people like all of us here to help each other regenerate to get through these challenging times. So when I was going through my really dark time, I was here in Alaska, I gained 60 pounds and there's this other section of my book I was going to read, but I don't need to read it because I kind of memorized it. But what I did, and this is why I have Dr. Hannah Roberts on the line, is, you know, I didn't just go to my MD um, because I was feeling depressed and, and anxious. I didn't just go to a, a, a therapist. I, I, I went to an acupuncturist too. I got massages and, and I talked to a naturopath. Hannah wasn't even a naturopath yet, but as soon as she became one, I started going to Hannah. Because um, I know what it feels like to really be down in the dumps. And I knew that there is not just like, there's just not like one food or there's just not like one supplement or there's just not like one person that's gonna make it all go away. Because nature teaches us about diversity and coming all together with all of these things and looking at what is truly going to benefit you and me and all of us and everybody who's spreading our energy as far as we can to Ukraine and other places in the world that are challenged right now it takes it takes all of us to focus 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 on that positivity don't ever estimate your loving intentions right now don't ever underestimate that your thoughts and who you are and what you bring to the world can contribute to easing anything that's happening right now. Otherwise we can get really depressed and we get really sick and we end up with our heads in the toilet bowl or whatever it is. When we're activated and we're helping each other, bam, that's when the magic begins. And I am so glad that, I don't know, like if we're if all of you and you can put your your questions and put any, anything you want in the chat because I'm going to introduce give Dr. Roberts a proper introduction and then um you know she's just one of many people that are here to support you and me and I'm another one and you guys are supporting me by showing up and I'm so grateful for that So without further ado, Dr. Hannah Roberts is not only a dear friend and an incredible human, she is a licensed naturopath physician who strives to address the underlying causes of disease and achieves this through individualized integrative therapies that really work. Hannah specializes in chronic conditions, allergies, uh, 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 autism, autoimmune disorders, 
naturopathic adjunction oncology, GI disorders. I know there's somebody on here with that and mental health conditions. She holds a bachelor's of science from the University of California, Berkeley in neurobiology and a doctorate of naturopathic medicine from the nation's universe of national med natural medicine in Portland, Oregon. Hannah also is a community educator and regular con regularly conducts lectures and workshops on natural medicine. Hannah was born and raised on the big island right down the road from me, yay. Hannah enjoys growing local food, singing and playing her ukulele and spending time with her beautiful family and friends on her homestead in North Kohala. Hannah is a soil to soul entrepreneur, businesswoman, incredible contribution to our community. And I am so grateful that you are here, Ms. Hannah and um, Dr. Roberts. And I would like to, um, uh, already people are welcoming you to the call. We're, you guys, if you have any, any of those problems, please put your questions in the chat. And I would love to open up this discussion about regeneration and alternative health and with giving you the opportunity right now to share a little bit more about yourself and how you got into being a natural path. Thanks everyone for letting me share and come on and take the time. Um, so I think like a lot of us, uh, I, I, I'm a wounded warrior, right? So I, I had real struggle with compulsive overeating as a kid, depression. These are the main ones, and I and I knew that the answer wasn't just okay uh, therapy or this. I knew I knew there was something more, and the more I got into it, I realized oh, food food is an addiction. Food is is made to be. It's made to be a drug these days. And so in college, it got really bad. Uh, but in terms of that, that dark night of the soul really helped me. I was studying pre-med at Berkeley. And I, the, more I, the more I studied medicine, I was confused of why I would wanna continue. There's a part of me that really liked the, the status and the the cool classes and the neurobiology. And then the more I got into it, the more I realized they're not studying like the neurobiology of the mycelium and the, the quantum, what is consciousness? And these kind of questions that I really had, they were, it was just like a squid axon in a lab and very didactic and um, just kind of so basically soulless really. And and so at that point, I, um, I had known about naturopathic medicine, but kind of swept me in because I was like, wow, you learn medicine, but you also learn all these other herbal medicine, homeopathy, and you really are getting to the root cause. And so, but I, before that, um, in, in undergrad, I definitely healed myself of compulsive overeating with just not eating sugar, not eating processed food, working on it. And it wasn't, it was like two steps forward, one step back for sure. But now I can say I'm, I'm pretty much, pretty much, I gotta watch the sugar and sometimes even just the kombucha and the fruit will get me, but 
um, I, I would say, and then as an addict, you know, it, you, you sort of, oh, I, I nailed that addiction. And then some other, some other one will like pop out at you and you'll be like, oh, this and that. So, um, no, I have a real compassion for addiction and that, that low dopamine, always wanting more, always wanting more stimulation and that, um, and learning how to self-soothe and to build more balance in my brain and, um, exercise and also to know if you're an addict it's well okay you're always going to have a little bit of that drive so trying to do exercise music and information I'm kind of an information addict so so that um it's it's just kind of how you are so getting healthy things in front of it I think is important mm. and I, I have a real passion for helping people and for helping them figure out stuff and also empowering people. That's one sad thing I find about medicine in general is that it, uh, there's almost like a witch aspect to it. Like as we label things, even in natural medicine, we sort of crystallize the problem and the identity for a person. And so trying to figure out how to play the game, but also get people to almost enchant themselves out of the stories too. And, um, find solutions and and sometimes you can't and sometimes it's just empathy and and presence for people as they suffer and and go through hard passages so it's a little bit about I I love I love that you're you're so vulnerable and I don't know about about anybody else on the the call but what you really speak spoke I mean that's kind of why you know I, I I wrote this book you know about it's all pretty much comes down to you know, my addictions when I crashed and burned when I was about your age, actually. Um, and I think there's, you know, we know, wow, you can hear the wind here. Wow. Is it windy where you are? It's so windy here. Um, I had a real food addiction. I still do, you know, but I, it's more <laughs> under control because of people like you, you know, who've helped me get through it and um, Dr. Alvita and so many others. But I attribute it to, you know, everybody on this call and probably everybody who's listening to the replay has some form of addiction, whether it's drugs, porn, alcohol, food, Mm -hmm. um, information or gambling, because, you know, we we've been born into this addiction to the American dream, trying to get to that American dream which is very unsustainable, unhealthy to try and achieve. And it turned me into a workaholic and a foodaholic. And uh, so when, when, when I see what's happening now, and this is a question I have for you, like with your practice too, is since COVID, I mean, we have seen like prescription drugs go up like 50, 60%. And we, we have seen more depression and anxiety in the history of that we know of since modern big pharma. There's the pharmaceuticals are raking it in, especially. So how did COVID affect your practice? Do you feel people, more people were starting to come to you because they were looking for alternative ways? Um, and also with the vaccine, how people were responding to that as well. 
Can you speak to that a little? Mm-hmm. Um, there, there is a power of pol- um, polarity right now, I would say. And so within that, more people were attracted to me and some were not as attracted in terms of what was resonating. But it, th- there's a, like people were sicker in some ways and definitely going through it and a lot of, especially, especially the kids, um, a lot of anxiety and just suffering and home alone a lot and, and that. And um, also it, and just like I was saying, like the, the power of, the power of giving something a name. I, in some ways I, I like the line, someone had said this, uh, COVID was a flu with a really good PR campaign. And yeah, I, I don't mean to trivialize it in any way. And there, um, there's a lot, it, it took down a lot of people. And, um, but in terms of, in terms of like our response to it was, was pretty draconian and intense. And there was a lot of, uh, a lot of mental health challenges as you spoke to because of that there's, um, but it, it also, I, I see it building the strength of people. One, one thing I see on, on the larger collective is people being very weak and myself included and used to comfort, used to just get things quick, um, things being how they want them to be. And then when they're, when we're met struggles, I think we strengthen up. And I think that's what this time is doing. It's building resilience because we, we have to. And, and there's something to that. I think as modern humans, we're, we're sort of killed with comfort. At least I feel that way. Like it's, um, we just all become kind of low dopamine, like scrolling and easy food, easy everything. And so that, that's, um, I, my, my positivity in this time is actually that it's gonna get so bad that we're gonna get so much stronger and like re- actually be forced into rebuild because even me, I have all this food out there. Sometimes I don't go pick the ulu and go kill my cow and act- I, I do butcher cow sometimes, but it's easier for me to go to Costco. It's easier for me to buy my little paleo uh, snack at Costco and my organic meat there already perfectly packaged and it is to like literally walk outside and and pick an herbal tea and so there's there's a level of sort of happiness I have that okay now we're gonna be real humans we're gonna we're gonna really so get our hands in the soil and get our dopamine serotonin from the right sources right Mm -hmm. yeah but there's a there's a I mean I'm I'm scared as well and I I I don't I, I I would hope that we could learn a little bit more uh, more delicately and and sort of learn from our past and and foresee but it seems like we're 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 a little dense collectively and being steered in in disturbing directions too so yeah yeah so it, it in and that mental health piece is so important and this convenience life out of convenience has created so much complacency which we're not using our bodies as much and it and it atrophies our minds is what i notice and when when everybody was in lockdown and that was exactly what we were seeing not exactly i mean i'm not 
saying I know all, but I mean, that was the worst part of it. And you know, you'd go on, if you did go on the internet, you'd see people like boxing and hitting the walls and just doing anything to, to move their, their bodies around to get moving. But there's something, um, that just doesn't do it. And I'd love you to talk, I mean, natural path, nature, um, well, there's a couple things coming in in the feed. You can look in the feed. We'll, we'll get to that in just a minute. But how naturopathic, I mean, naturopath relates to nature, nature's medicine. Um, can you just speak about, like Richard Louv says, the further we get from nature, the less inclined we are to save it, right? And the more in actuality, the more we need it. Um, with the electronics that are happening and all bombarded with commercials. But just talk about mental health and our physical health in relation to nature um, and how you see and why you chose the lifestyle you have. Maybe you can tell people about how you live too um, at the same time. Yeah, um, well, it's gorgeous. We, we, me and Donna are pretty, pretty blessed up here in the Northern tip of Hawaii. I was born here, but it, it took me going to Portland and Berkeley, which are great places, but it took me on the mainland to realize how, how blessed we are here. Um, I'm forgetting the rest of the question. It was just about natural medicine and mental health. And and nature. I mean, I mean, you live on a homestead. You live off grid. You do grow a lot of food and, and, and you have a freezer full of like bone broth and things like that. And so just... Um, you know that that's part of part part of being being healthy, right? And part of something that I feel like when when I come in, you you kind of prescribe to your people, right? Like, and just being out in nature and how that affects mental health and your physical health. Well, I mean, the even just simple things. I guess the the Japanese have studied it. I don't I don't have the statistics off the top of my head, but even just being in nature, forest bathing for the mind, the sunlight, that that is really something that I think we need to re-embrace, learning about the sun and how it literally charges up our mitochondria and it's not just vitamin D, it it affects our mood deeply and we are more, more quantum light creatures than we are just chemical creatures. And even in, in natural medicine, we're pretty stuck on this herb and this food and this chemical reaction when when really we're ignoring the light and how sensitive we are to light. So getting out and touching the earth, I really try to get all my patients to remember that you get electrons from the earth. So getting out first thing, even if it's just a couple minutes, bare feet, greet the sun, even if it's cloudy, you get about 30% of the sunlight and that first hour or two you don't get the uv light so you don't have to worry as much about oh is this bad for my eyes um i think a lot of it a lot of it is lies too about i mean you don't want to burn obviously but you don't you don't want to shy away from the sun and and sunset too uh, these are naturally very spiritual times too to med they they take your breath away and there's a moment of there's a spiritual moment and it's a natural meditative moment. So Donna, you got to all come to Donna's house for sunset. She's, I've got the sunrise zone and she's got the <laughs> perfect sunset. Oh, I hope you do. 
Well, I love it. This is so cool what you just said, because it ties into what Andres has said is like with the sunscreen, you know, a lot of these advertising, these commercials and media, they get you, you know, to, to, they're, 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 you don't want to say lies or maybe someone, my sunscreen is I, I wear a shirt, right? And I, I cover myself. I don't put anything on my body that I wouldn't put in my body. I'll put coconut oil on my body. But that, if you can all think of that as this one simple thing, why would you put something on the largest organ in your body that you wouldn't, what you wouldn't need? It's the largest organ in your body. But Andres was saying too here, you know, like all these drug commercials that they're diagnosed, they diagnose you because a lot of it's kind of like the whole medical cartel where the medical pharmaceutical companies are, you know, the doctors make royalties or, or they get bonuses and trips to Hawaii if the more drugs they prescribe, right? Isn't that true? I, I, I have heard that many times and read that and even uh, met drug reps who said, well, I'm here because I sold the most drugs. And <laughs> And sometimes the diagnosis might be misdiagnosed all, all for such so many years. People just say, oh, just take this pill or just take that. And I'm not saying I don't love modern medicine. I mean, these antibiotics saved me from my, my oral uh, infection or going to the emergency room when you break your hip or getting pneumonia. I mean, the medical system, there's so many beautiful things about it. But like anything, we're kind of like getting back to addiction. It seems like we're addicted to going to the doctor. Somebody else is going to take care of these problems for us when it's important. And then that's part of what we really want to talk about with the remainder of our, our time here. If anybody has any questions about your health issues, too, is how do we take the, our, our health into our own hands? Mm -hmm. And... That requires responsibility and requires work, diligence, education. So it's not easy, um, but I think we all, the, the rewards really pay off and there's there's really nothing. But the, some patients, it's interesting, some I'll, they'll just be in for a little thing and I'll be like, hey, like just, um, you know, you don't need to eat that. and reduce your carbs and your processed food and then he comes back like six months later like totally shredded and i was like wow you you just took that one little thing and you you went with it and then some people it's and what do you mean shred what do you mean shredded i mean as in like um so i had a patient where we were dealing with some other quick little thing and then and then he he was we were running his labs by and i saw he was a little bit pre-diabetic so i was like oh, okay let's Let's throw your carbs here and let's let's start eating some real food. He was real local style, which I don't know if you guys know, but it's, it's kind of like plate lunch and, and that style. And and when I saw him six months later, I was I was floored by how much weight he lost and how healthy he was and how energetic and how how great. And, and so that's what I mean by shredded. It's, you, don't, you don't know what what seeds you plant and whether people are ready either. And it's not really my responsibility, but that I, that seems to be the word for me is, is responsibility and taking that responsibility um, is the, the basis of it. 
Yeah. You know, I know when I was going in, you guys most, you know, cause you get my newsletters and if you don't just put your email in there, I, I write an article every week. Um, but on usually health and nature, you know, like our Facebook page, nature therapy, holistic health, live like the future matters. Um, and you know, it, it's like, I really took my, 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 health into my own hands. I went to my acupuncturist. I talked to Hana. I went to the, to the oral surgeon. I, I had a, a, a lymphatic massage, um, the night before and, and shortly after not everybody maybe can afford to do all those things, but I, I swear, I, I must've watched 50 different YouTube videos on sinus lifts and bone grafts and, uh, implants and, extractions and 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 these were these are doctors for free that you can listen to now anywhere from an Ayurvedic Vedic doctor to a naturopath right there on YouTube for free I got so much information not only that they give you a phone number and a website and I even called a couple of the offices of these dental clinics and um you know that that to me was proactive that was to me taking this taking charge of, of my health. And um, now I'm charged with the responsibility of after almost, well, 15 days today of antibiotics, of building up my microbiome, because we all know what antibiotics, they 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 shred in the, in the bad way. That's why I had Hana, you, you um, talk yeah. about shredding. Oh shredding. shredding cabbage. Um, <laughs> So, so I just, I, I know you guys, uh, one of these days I'm going to have Zach Bush on, but this is something he does. This is like um, this gut support I just got. It's just full of herbs and, and all this stuff, power stuff to reinforce my uh, gut microbiome. I'm using cherry juice, um, which is really good for my overall body hana had recommended some other supplements and i just want to show you this and then hana i have a few more questions for you and anybody i know michaela anybody on here who has any kind of health questions this woman dr roberts is a genius this is one of my favorite supplements right here vitamin c goes right here on my tree but if where you live it might be an apple a day um and if you guys didn't read my article two weeks ago i wrote all about the medicinal properties of apples and how to use apples in different ways but just eating fruits and vegetables this is another thing i'm using a lot of is this elderberry powder and um it's all organic but I, I, I don't want you to, 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 to all freak out when you see this because it is a mother load. And if you guys are listening on a podcast, I'm sorry about it. You can go look at this on YouTube because it's worth just seeing it just for that. But um, this, this, my husband and I are committed, like, you know, taking it into our own hands. And so this is our supplement container. And you can see how big my head is. It's a big container and it is really full, but we don't take them all at once, but I have them on hand they're all natural organic all wholesome supplements and when some were some my acupuncturist told me about some dr roberts told me about some i read about on my own so um taking our health into our own hands is is more important now than ever i mean we don't 
think about it from the comfort of our homes when that like Pearl Harbor happened, right? Or that it can happen on our own soil or whatever. But when when the shit hits the fan, or if the shit fits the fan, excuse my French, um, whatever English, you know, knowing this stuff is huge. And all of this stuff comes back to nature. All of this stuff comes back to the earth. So knowing how to live like a natural nature path, a nature path, is so so important so Hannah, i wanted to just have you talk a little bit about that and why should people also get a second or a third opinion um like when i came into you you you, you found out things about me that other practitioners didn't find so just talk a little bit about the value of having like diversity in nature and having diversity in your health practitioners. That would be really helpful. It's a team approach. And there's also, there can be, I, I don't really blame modern medicine, the practitioners. I mean, some of it at a certain level, I'm okay. Uh, COVID aside, I, the structure of modern medicine, the, the the rapidity of the visits, I couldn't I couldn't keep up the way there. I have I have a lot of uh, admiration for for what level of grinding they're they're put in between between just the time, the HMO, what they can do, what they can't do. So I'm I'm impressed they do they show up every day and do what they do and do so much. But in terms of um, getting to the root cause having other options, thinking outside the box. I think that's, um, and you don't, you don't need a naturopath or a functional medicine doctor to do that necessarily, but usually we're trained up in that way to look that way. Um, also when you, and I, I have it too, like some of my patients where I've seen them for so long and I get used to them. Sometimes you sort of just, um, you stop, there's, they stop being in the forefront of your mind or you just kind of, you mentally get used to them oh you're like this right but maybe something's changed or i'm not putting the energy in a fresh perspective as someone else can have that perspective for you um i would caution though not having too many cooks in the kitchen where you're like doctor hopping from one person to the next and the next person's going to have that right answer and that magical supplement because because really you know sticking to a path and and kind of working with someone as long as it's going well it's probably better than trying to be scattered but yeah having some like a, a team where you have um and and there's things i just can't access in turn like as you know this donna like there's ways i can access parts of referrals and stuff and there's ways i can't and you're glad that you have your insurance and and your other doc as well and so but uh like you said too, it's amazing right now the power of the internet because we all can access amazing amounts of information and amazing self-healing practices and so now more than ever we can we can take our take our health into our hands and um, lead the way but it, it it does help not to always have to like heal yourself and come up with stuff for yourself I I'm guilty of that where I'll be like, Oh, I, it's fine. I'll 
I'll figure it out. And then I'm like, no, go see someone, go, go relax into that, relax into being cared for. Right. Beautiful. Yeah. I, I agree with not having too many cooks in the kitchen, but man, I sure love having my prep cooks around to help make it easier. <laughs> and I, I know like, um, there, there's there's two sides to that getting not a hundred opinions <clears throat> maybe not even 10 but a few is really a good idea especially when you have a major situation going on um and and feeling really comfortable with your practitioner i mean i i want to feel like i can go in and hug my doctor you know because uh, there's love there because there and there's trust there and there's really caring compassion there. And so many of these physicians, like you said, Hannah, are so busy. Um, they, they, there's a huge level of burnout, especially with COVID and everything. They're overworked and, you know, trying to give that, that, that that's why it's even more important, I think, for all of us to really dot our own I's and cross our own T's and not take, just like don't take no for an answer, right? Um, uh, they Although this me. whole second, oh, sorry, I was, I was just going to say the second opinion thing is scary right now, how this is under attack and that you can't have different opinions and there's one way and it seems like there's a real trend where we're going into this is the way to think, this is the, the medical answer and that that's scary. There's, there's many ways to heal, there are many truths, many second opinions and uh, we need to hold on to that and and value that and not just sort of let this crumble beneath us our our ability to have a, a variety of viewpoints and stances yeah well it, that's perfect perfect way to sum up that question of getting more opinions but mostly it's coming down to us and what feels really good to us and there's a lot of people with some questions popping in um uh <laughs> the second second opinion are, are are threatened when your opinion is a lie that's very cute very good alan um and also about melanoma you know one of the things that's one of our uh, guests wrote in here is um, you know, about getting enough water, being hydrated enough and getting enough sun and that, um, and I, I, I'm, I never heard this before, but maybe you can confirm this. Um, the sun helps us to detox your body. So it does not cause melanoma. It's trying to help you, your, your body detox. Is that true? And then they added, um, forget to add that you need enough hydration to thoroughly flush them um get the toxins stuff out and that you should test a melanoma patient for dehydration does it you know there there there's that's a really interesting i never had heard that so people with melanoma um are always usually told you know don't be in the sun you don't want to get melanoma right so like what's your take on that and uh and around hydration and sun around melanoma what's your take on that there, there are some interesting data and places people will get melanoma, like on the bottom of their feet or places where the sun is actually not shining or higher incidences in, in countries where there's less sunlight. So the direct one-to-one -one correlation is it, um, that the sun, more sun, bad, more melanoma is not necessarily a direct equation. Uh, with that said, 
you don't early burns like really bad sunburns as you're young in your younger years are going to um, damage your DNA and more likely to have skin cancers but in terms of going back to the sun is this is part of the war like the war on the sun is the sun is our you know should should be worshipped to come is born every day dies like it it gives us life it gives us energy it helps our vitamin d which helps our immune system get at the surveillance and clean up all those little cells and so it's it's silly um although i wouldn't i wouldn't say if you're a melanoma patient okay go go lay out and just burn yourself but again that morning sunlight afternoon sun getting like worshiping those times safe times and covering up during the day with non non uh, chemical skin maybe mineral protection but in terms of the oh what just little light clothing just clothing just wear a shirt in the sun or pants you know put a big brim hat on and here's here's one interesting thing that i've found um i did a i did a about two years ago, I went very heavy animal based and I cut out all the seed oils. And a lot of people say when they cut out seed oils, so you know, canola, these types of oils that they don't burn as much in the sun. And I have pretty fair skin, like I, I burn easily. And I would say that's, that is, it tends to be true. It's almost like you, you don't fry, your cells don't fry in the same way. There's more of that saturated fat that is just less reactive to the sun. So for whatever that's worth, I, I do think lessening uh, vegetable oils is a strategy as well. And yeah. someone's less oxidation and that too, like these oils, it's really hard to get them. Some cold pressed seed oils are fine, but they're so easy to oxidize. And um, so there's a relation to the, to the sun aspect. Well, I'm so glad you mentioned that because next week's guest is um, Sally Fallon, who is the founder of the Winston Price. Yeah, the aunt, she's a legend. You're so you have two legends coming, my like heroes, my nutritional heroes. I know, yeah. and they're going to be talking to wow. and, and, you know it's they're part of the reason I, I eat the way I eat, and you follow that diet pretty much too, which is really cool. I know I that makes so much sense though about the animal fats as long as it's good quality meat your meat before you eat um genuinely humanely lovingly raised animals that you know when you think about our primitive ancestry and when you when we start getting into that conversation next week um i mean they didn't put sunscreen on their bodies and they weren't working walking around with sunburns right but there, we, we don't have that much time left and we have some really um good questions i wanted to ask you about two two things. Um, what do you think about um, ozone therapy and um, IVC I, I, for for treating cancer um, or really treating mm-hmm. anything? Um, right. So these are oxidative therapies. Ozone is three oxygens together, and it's something I use in my practice. Um, you, it's major autohemotherapy. You take the blood out, ozonate it, and and put it back through a UV light. And it's it's been around for a long time and used all over the world. It is, there, there's a whole redox. You know, we, we know a lot about antioxidants, but 
we kind of don't really give the oxidative burst of the whole equation much of a maybe not as much of a, a fair uh, time in the spotlight. So also high dose vitamin C when you when you have a high high dose of it, the body, especially cancer cells, they can't really process it, so it builds up hydrogen peroxide, and then it's an oxidative burst. It's almost like a chemotherapeutic. Um, and these are helpful for cancer for sure, but I, I wouldn't say they're they're like a adjunctive oncology. I don't think there's you can say there's a cure for cancer. Usually, the people I see that do the best, they like if they have a huge tumor, they they take the best of Western medicine, maybe a surgery or or see it really depends on the cancer and then maybe we do sets of ivs to really work on any remaining cells and work on the diet and the immune system and it's a it's a complex one but it, it's helpful and uh, ozone's a little different than the c and that ozone also uh, upregulates the mitochondria and then also mitochondria being the energy of the cells and then cytokines so if you have autoimmune disease, sometimes you get these just the immune system, you know, and you feel junk after you're sick. Those are the cytokines like me right now, my brain getting over an illness. I feel kind of like, so ozone actually balances and pulls down those cytokines. So I find it helpful in autoimmune disease. And um, it also gets at intracellular organisms like viruses. And so it's complex, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, I just so you, like it. Yeah, the I smell think, it, it yeah. energizes me. I'm like, I have a attraction to it. Ozone. Yeah, it makes me feel great getting the, the, the drips. I, I need one that has some gut, gut health in it, but well, that's a good, good to hear you say that. Like, I really appreciate your respect for Eastern and Western medicine and like someone who is, um, a cancer patient who doesn't want to have radiation or chemotherapy. Um, what, what, how do how do you, how do you take care of a patient when they're, when they're dead set on not wanting to go natural all the way? What, what would you recommend? Sorry, when they're not, when they are dead set on only being natural, is that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think the, the choice is up to them. They, Legally, we always have to have them have an oncologist um, to treat. And I always am sort of, I view myself as an adjunctive, like helping someone, helping fill the pieces where regular oncology doesn't do it because they're not really focusing on the immune system and keeping, keeping the immune system healthy to keep the cancer, either fight it down or keep it, keep it down. So treat what we find. I mean, there's um, quite a bit in terms of um, the metabolic approach to cancer. Really, we can starve it out with ketosis and different different strategies that way. There's um, mistletoe and there's there's quite a bit of supplements. But I um, sometimes I try to talk people out of a. They might be throwing out the baby with the bathwater of like like making sure you you keep your oncologist and someone to run that imaging and and hopefully you can have a good relationship where you can say no of what you don't want and what you do but um sometimes people maybe are 
are um, doing a disservice by rejecting all of that medicine. But especially sur- like a big surgery that could take down a, a tumor load. Um, although there, like anything, there's there's lots of subtleties. I can't speak in total generality or generalizations here. Right, because there's risk in getting a biopsy that the cancer might spread. So if you're going to do it, you got to do it, really, right? Well, no, I mean that 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 right there is like maybe a, a bit of a myth that when you when you biopsy that you're seeding, yeah, that the tumor is always seeding, and so there's ways you can mop it up with modified citrus pectin and and things. Um, but are we probably doing needless biopsies for prostate cancer and breast cancer and over treating and over sure we are and there's no there's all of medicine i find it's it's a risk it's a risk and um benefit analysis in each thing so sometimes that's what i'm a lot of the time i'm trying to help people figure out for themselves like what is the risk benefit analysis of to do a treatment to not do a treatment how do we make it more safe if we choose to do it how right so no, I, I like I like that, right? That's taking the best of both. Okay, we're going to do chemo or we're going to do the radiation, but we're going to prepare ourselves before we go in so we're, our immune system's strong and we're really doing good. And then afterwards, we have a whole protocol to make sure we're absorbing or whatever we're doing, you know? And that's where getting those different opinions or having, like you said earlier, Hannah, having that team and like those doctors or those uh, fit, practitioners that you feel like you can hug and and love and trust because there is something very psychological and and uh, about that that trust factor when you go in and you are working with a doctor i know it is for me when i feel someone cares about me i I, it's a whole different feeling than when you go in and you get like man you know you just all of a sudden i i if, if i'm not feeling supported i I go downhill, you know, just mentally, just like, what do I do now? You know, just having that support. And like you, you were just talking about like giving people options, giving them, letting, letting, giving them the the tools and the resources that they need to make their own, uh, healthy decisions. Um, uh, someone says, physician says, heal thyself, but someone has a question joy here and here she goes in terms of oxidation, ozone, Chlorine dioxide, CO2, all that, making CDSs, using it. Can you see that in the chat? She, she's curious. She says she's curious about the redox, uh, or maybe she means detox. Please explain. Um, do you see that no, in there? That's a oh, that's, I see the chat in mine, but um, is the question on chlorine dioxide then in terms of yeah. as a treatment? Yeah, I, um, there's not much good studies on it, but there's a lot of people's talk and and with with all this covid even just supply chain not be maybe being able to access all the normal things that that we we can i've looked into it and it's interesting um i i think it's one of those where it's a little scary to even talk about because when i when i look at it i'm like wow (laughs) when people start talking about this they uh bad things happen and so it's um one one cool thing with covid though there was this one mexican physician he was treating in the mexico city hospital covid19 and he had like 1500 something like that patients severe covid hospitalized patients that he was doing 
um, chlorine dioxide with and they really responded positively. Uh, I mean, it has a, it has a way of, the way, the way I see it's, it's, um, it's actually pool flakes, sodium chlorate, and then you mix it with an acid and it makes it, it's not, it doesn't make chlorine, but it makes chlorine dioxide, which goes and it, it gets a, it has an oxidative burst on toxins, even mycotoxins and glyphosate and then at organisms. And then that will, it'll neutralize it into salt. And so it's, it's a pretty cool thing. I, I don't know that I have an opinion on it. Um, it's something I'm just kind of playing with. It's not something I recommend to patients. I think it's one of those sort of, um, there's some aspects of alternative medicine that are just, we don't know that much about it. It's stupid cheap. I, I wonder why it's not studied more, but probably because of that, because there's no money to be made and it's stupid cheap, but. Yeah, and, and all about redox, redox physiology. Yeah. So it all has to do with the electrons and, and there's an oxid oxidation. So antioxidant, and then oxidant, usually oxidants are stealing electrons and then antioxidants are giving. And so it's this constant way that the body is in balance and it's kind of like exercise too. When you, when you give the body a bit of oxidation, then the body's natural antioxidants come up. And so it's a, a lot of times we're, we're so in an oxidative, uh, where we have all these toxins and ways our food is so uh, destroyed and all these stressful things that we want antioxidants, but it's not just, it's not just needing antioxidants. It's, it goes both ways. So I don't know if I explained that that well, but. Do you guys, do you guys, do you guys get all that? I'm so, so antioxidants, we want antioxidants or do we want antioxidants? We do want We do, but I, it's, it's a balance. You, um, you like say say when i'm doing a big oxidative vitamin c drip for someone so i'm pushing it into an oxidative i i don't want to give the body a lot of antioxidants uh right with it i want that oxidative to go in and and have that reaction in the body and then come back so it's not it's not always bad but too much of one side is bad so an imbalance is bad but so we need oxidation, right, Andres? We need yeah. some oxidation. It's kind of like almost like a system, right? It's like the good bacteria right. and the bad bacteria, right? Life is right. balanced. Our, that's how our body fights fights bacteria. It's actually like a an oxidative burst that our immune system will go after. So that's where where some people um, where we we sort of we're always we're always doing like vitamin C, always antioxidants, but sometimes we. Um, forget about that that oxidative side as well yeah and it's kind of like a push pull like it's like mm -hmm. like almost like a, it, it works on your defense you know preventive like defense like like no like that kind of is that like an oxidation is that what it would feel like if it was in your body like what would it look like oxidation oxidation um well it i don't know what you mean by feel like but it's it's that that feeling of say when you're you're having a cold and then your body is mounting immune response and it's releasing oxidative um, factors and and actually with with COVID one of the ways too much too much oxidation gone wild without 
being balanced is when that cytokine storm happens and then people go into cytokine shock. So that's where just that slow bit of some glutathione, some vitamin C, some antioxidant, just a little bit will take people right out of that and preserve lung fun, you know, all the organ function. So um, a good thing can go haywire and vice versa. You can not be mounting enough of a, an attack on things too. Well, this is so fascinating. I mean, what, like, this is so much what's happening with, with the whole COVID thing where, where these people weren't talking about these these terms before, you know, people were, were, were learning how important this is why it's important to educate ourselves. And I encourage everybody to, to go on. And, and someone had put in the notes um, about this. Uh, um, I'm kind of going back. Biophysicist uh, Andres K-A-L-C-K-E-R and some other thousands of doctors are treating cancer and COVID um, with this bio. The CD the cd yeah 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 no and and it's so it i'm i'm open i mean i it's just like one of those where uh you actually usually i can kind of sometimes this is a joke but not really there's truth in jokes because i look to okay where where are they like really attacking things huh i should probably like follow like what what's going on there there might be some there might be some truth there might be some good remedies there can kind of use it like a like a sounding like a just where to where to look well you know this has just been so awesome but before you go i just i i i want to make sure you know you guys are super active in the chat here we could go on for a long time and i really want to make sure we answer all your questions but one of the things that i really wanted to address is um you know because i've been having this hypothyroid and uh condition that you've really helped me with and um but what about hyperthyroid um i have someone on the call who has a very active hyperthyroid and what what are what are because thyroid really when we're talking about all this stuff if if our thyroid's out of balance it, it's going to affect everything right hana am i correct that hormone yeah and it um the kind of relates back to what we were saying about the depends where you're at in the hypothyroidism but if it's autoimmune thyroiditis it'll be like an attack like graves it it'll it'll antibodies will start attacking the thyroid and it'll start actually releasing a lot of thyroid because it's under it's just like pushes it out like fuel and then you get the symptoms of hyperthyroid but then over time it it tires out and then you you usually need to take thyroid but one one unfortunate thing of this whole condition is that we're pretty bad at treating the underlying cause which is the immune system so even if you you're taking thyroid or you irradiated your thyroid usually that's what happens with graves or um not as much with hashimoto's but they actually you know damage the thyroid so it won't stop hyper secreting and then give you thyroid um, for your life, which is, you know, a valid treatment, but then it's ignored that, okay, well, what was, what was attacking, what got triggered to attack that? And so it's usually a process of infections, uh, stress, gut, poor gut health, the immune, there's a whole kind of perfect storm that happens. And then it, it triggers off whether it's an infection or a gluten and soy or notorious for 
sending that off. And so it's, it's not a simple thing like, oh, just um, take this one thing. It's usually, you know, you have to kind of work on everything and it takes time, but, um, but it's, it's definitely doable. People, many people have put it in remission and it's sad how it's just going nuts right now in terms of autoimmunity in general, like our modern society is um, just added to the list really. Yeah, really. And uh, I, I'm so glad to, to end on that. And, and this is what I would like, you guys were already past our hour and um, uh, Dr. Roberts, this has just been incredible, super helpful. And what I want to encourage everybody before we go off is if we don't already have your email um, and tell, I, I know um, my my VA, who's uh, my dear, dear friend is not been feeling good, but I just want to make sure she puts your website in here. But and, and if and if you're and I tell I know you're not feeling good. So if you if you can't do it, it's OK. But um, just you guys, if you want, if you're not already getting my newsletters, um, please, please, there goes Hannah's um, website right in there. She does testing. She does teleconferencing too. If you want to ask her more questions, I mean, it's super nice to find someone. Hannah is just one of those people that every time I walk into her office, I hug her and I look in her eyes and she looks at me and I know she cares and she helps me get to the root cause of whatever I'm feeling. And so if you don't have someone like that, um, you know, and there's also a network of, of naturopathic doctors that you, you can also find, but she's a terrific resource. Um, and, and just before I do any, um, uh, go on and do some announcements, Hannah, do you want to just close out and just, I just want to, just for me and everybody on this call, um, I think we answered most of your questions. Um, we will, everybody will have access. You can download the chat so you can, um, look at some of the resources other people have put in here, but please just, um, any last words, um, about taking, uh, our health into our own hands and, um, having a second opinion of a natural path, not totally entrusting yourself in the medical system, um, which was really what this conversation was about. Um, any last words you'd like to share with us? And uh, I would be so grateful. We'd all be so grateful for your wisdom. Lee. I would say that we all at this time can't be dependent on any the system anyone else it, it it is a time for responsibility and i'm i'm searching for that in my own life and 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 pow, power comes from being able to to do things for yourself and so that is i i don't think we can we can say that enough so when we we take our walks and get our sun and our laughs and our eat our whole foods and all the things then we um that's that's the base and the rest is frosting you know all the ivs all the supplements that's cool but it's not necessary and um it's not even necessary to have practitioners necessarily um so i'd like to get back to a world where i'm unnecessary and well just that instead of, I see everything going towards more, 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 more cool gadgets, more cool this, more just, oh, go. And I think we just need less and simple. And that's what the medicine I'm trying to focus on. 
Yeah. But I, I like the rest of it as much as you guys. So. <laughs> I know. I, I I just thought that was that was like so perfect. It's a conscious cure. Definitely a conscious cure. Less is more, and really relying on the systems and cycles of nature as our truest guide. And I want to thank you so much for wrapping it up. And me summing up what you just said right there was is so beautiful. And I am so grateful to you, Dr. Hana. And we have people in the chat who are looking at your ukulele. And we know that food is fuel and music is medicine. Would you, are you up for just giving us one song? Oh, one song. I might sing, I might sing this chorus. I just, um, I just received this this morning so forgive me if i uh, have this little hand so i like play things upside down but i just picked up the guitar so her little hand does magic (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much um call me crazy Wait, let me let me get it in front of me. Mike, get get that phone right there. <laughs> oh, your voice is so beautiful. Okay, wait. Where is my? Yes, Beverly. Right on. All right. Call me crazy. I know what's right. I won't give up the spiritual fire. You can't trap me. Cause I have all of me within me. You can't trap me Cause I have all I need Within me Call me crazy But I know what's right I won't give up Spiritual fire. You can't trap me because I have all of me within me. Oh man, that is so beautiful. I'm glad we recorded that.